Hello, my name is Gulet Abdi, and I'm an undergrad at the University of Kansas. My name is Zachariah Hussein Abdullahi. I'm also an undergrad here at the University of Kansas. And Aaron Angelis, undergrad studying industrial design at the University of Kansas. All right, so basically today's podcast is going to be, we're basically going to discuss carb diets, most specifically no-carb diets and slow-carb diets. And we'll also discuss about some other diets, and we're going to talk about how they affect uh, human society and how we uh, look at food. So basically, to introduce the background of no-carb and slow-carb diets, no-carb diets are basically in the name, basically you eat no carbs, like no bread, no pasta, stuff stuff of that of of that sort. So, what do you guys think about no carb diets in in general? Well, when it comes to no carb, you look what a carb is. A carb is a carbohydrate, which are sugars, which your body uses as fuel for cellular respiration and other aerobic and metabolic activities. So, what you're essentially doing is limiting the amount of fuel you're giving to your body. So. The fuel that you use in your workouts most typically comes from your carbs and all the mm. new things that you do in your day. So well, eliminated carbs, I believe, would be a poor choice for most people, too. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. So what about you, uh, Aaron? Well, personally, um, I'm not a huge fan of no-carb diets or even low-carb diets. Um, my background within like nutrition is that I compete in bodybuilding. Yeah. And within bodybuilding... Uh, a lot of our fuel for workouts and for like muscle growth is supported by carbohydrates and so it's just not the type of lifestyle choice that I make and uh, within the fitness industry there's a lot of talk obviously about keto and other low carb diets and um, I mean there's there's benefits to sometimes to some of them but I think overall from a health standpoint it's not a smart idea and it's not sustainable mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's just like having a higher clean carb diet is definitely the way to go yeah so now we have the slow carb diet which many people think is like the souped up version of no carb except you know there's a some there's a lot of foods that have been accepted out of the no carb diet such as like multi-grain toast bagels stuff that basically has com- you know complex grains Zach you know most about this what do you think yeah so when you're looking at the no carb or rather the slow slow carb diet uh my my fault excuse me um you're looking at those mostly mostly looking at uh those grain heavily dense foods so you're looking at whole wheat looking at foods or grain sources that have lots of fibers and and those essential grains yeah so the reason why many people are looking to move away from all of those expensive, because they're more more likely going to be expensive grains. You're looking at the, yeah. the brown breads so, and all these whole grains. Yeah, so, so instead of like uh, refining the grain itself, basically you're going to be using the whole grain husk, right? Yeah. At least, yeah, that's what I read through, you know, multiple studies. So I feel like slow-carb diet isn't actually a bad idea. So basically we just cut out all the bad carbs that are bad for us, such as, uh, I don't know, Obvious stuff such as get your white bread, white bread cookies, yeah, stuff like that. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes even some pasta is not even good for us. Yeah, especially Alfredo pasta, where you just got that grease sitting on top of that pasta. Yeah, stuff like that. What do you think about the slow carb diet, Aaron? Um. Well, from what I'm reading right here, it seems to be like really similar to the keto, in the sense that like it's still really low on carbs, and your fat intake is still higher. And with the ketogenic diet, like 
the same intent of like trying to use fat as a primary source of uh, um of energy versus carbs is like i understand the science behind it yeah but i still feel like the information is lacking as to the sustainability that you can uh keep you know living that type of lifestyle because like one thing that i've known from experience or have like heard from experience is how like the sustainability issue with a uh, low carb diet like you it's like trying to stay in ketosis the whole time and keep fat as a primary um energy output is really hard for the body to do because yeah. it's so used to using carbs as an energy source mm-hmm. but um i definitely support the idea of you know using like whole like from the reading that i'm doing right now i said like using whole foods more than like processed carbs or simple sh- sugars so it's more using like complex carbohydrates yeah and um i mean those are like what i was talking about earlier like those are the healthy carbs like use it making sure you're getting a good amount of healthy carbs within your diet and not just filling your carb diet with you know simple sugars yeah all right so basically those were our two main diets we'll be getting into some other ones later but right now what we're gonna do we're gonna explain how these diets affect society in our bodies so basically like what what we put in our body affects society in many ways so basically like and most specifically you can see a direct correlation with the economy so let's say we go to walmart or whatever grocery shop you shop at and let's say let's make let's exaggerate let's say everyone just got on this no carb diet or slow carb diet most specifically let's say it's no carb diet instead so let's just say everyone got on the no carb diet and everyone just stopped buying bread everyone just stopped buying pasta that that have a huge significance in the economy and most specifically the restaurant business too because you know there's a lot of restaurants that are like let's say italian foods or even asian foods with the i forgot what's the pasta called thai what's the pasta called lo mein oh yeah the pasta called lo mein yeah stuff like that just any type of pasta or ravioli anything that has to do with carbs let's just imagine that everything just people just stop buying carbs yeah that's also gonna like shifty consumption to other stuff more like your your meats and then your fats and that's also gonna drive the prices of meats and like meats and dairy products skyrocket and the sustainability right now you know meats are causing the meat industry as a whole is causing a huge effect on our climate and our entire um and the climate in general, so it's going to make it oh. the situation worse. Also, oh, people eating no-carb diets, or that are using no-carb diets, basically they're making the atmosphere worse? Is that what you're saying? Well, the meat industry has a very tumultuous relationship with uh, uh, climate change because you have the um, sustainability of... The amount of CO2? Yeah, with the yeah. animals and the industry of producing and consuming all the animals, it's going to yeah. cause massive changes in the um, amount of greenhouse emissions, so... I think by doing this, it's going to make it even worse by switching to a no-carb diet. Oh, yeah. So, right now, we're getting close to the end of it. So, right now, we're just going to keep it short. We're just going to say, how do diets become a trend, specifically? Like, I think diets become a trend more specifically if they see someone, like, in not in power, but, like, in an authority position, such as a nutritionist or a maybe even a celebrity. People make vlogs and say, yeah, I'm on this new diet, blah, blah, blah. It works for me. It should work for you. I believe that's not the way to go about it because, you know, everyone has a different body. Everyone has a different metabolism. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on these, like, No, yeah, for sure. I definitely think it has to do with just, like, the media culture that we have nowadays with Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah. And it's, like, celebrity endorsement. 
because <clears throat> like from my my experience uh being in the fitness industry like you see uh people promote like slim tea or just anything like that like the any like slim, yeah. new slimming secrets yeah all about like the going green and how this and that is going to help your physique or help you tone down and i mean some of it has some science based on it and then other things it's just like these claims that they're getting promoted. empty promises yeah empty promises like these people are just getting paid to help promote the the product because it's yeah. part of the company and so um I think definitely the, the like promoting it is what makes it become a trend and then people hopping on it and not really knowing what they're putting into their body. Um, for sure, that's I think that's definitely what's happening with the media culture nowadays. Oh, yeah. So, so what do you guys think about this? I read this one article. It was like how everyone shouldn't just go ahead and just go do the same diet. So I want to like ask you like maybe 30 seconds to each. Like I want both of you guys to discuss about this. But basically what I gathered is that not everyone could use the same diet. Some people could go lean towards more maybe paleo or maybe some keto or maybe even a mix of both or even many other diets out there. So like here, I'll start with you off Zach's first, like 30 seconds. Like, what do you think? Yeah, personally, I believe that if you as a individual are going out and trying to create your own diet or nutrition plan solely on your information you're getting off the internet, I think that's very unwise because if you are taking the advice of a nutritionist and you're taking the advice of some fitness builders that you see on the internet, these people have been in this for years and they're very experienced and they know their body and they know how to manipulate the amount of carbs and carbs that they're not eating. So I think it's wiser for you if you are looking at these diets to get a nutritionist or do more clinical research to see what's yeah. the best for you and what can help you out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What what about you, Aaron? Like, what do you think about what I was talking about earlier? Like how everyone could have this, you know, mix it between a plethora of diets. Well, yeah, like there's uh, several different body types that people have, like endomorphic, ectomorphic, and mesomorphic, and it all depends on like uh, how people react to carbs. Like some people have a really high carb tolerance and have a really high metabolism. Other oh. people don't. So their metabolism is slower, carbs tend to pack more weight on their body, so they end up needing to resort more to a higher fat diet. But, um, I mean, I think really would agree with people that, like, <laughs> you really have to find a diet that works for your body type. So, like, for me, one thing, like, with, with what I've been doing for the past two, three years is, like, just really trying to figure out what type of uh, diet works best for me. Yeah. And one thing I've realized is, like, I do best with a higher carb and a higher protein and a really, really, really low fat diet. Um, and when I do my compete competitions for bodybuilding, that's what I always use and that's what makes me look the best on stage and everything. Mm. And I've even tried, you know, switching around with a lower carb and a higher yeah. fat and it doesn't look the same. So definitely just playing around with how you eat and knowing what works best for your body type. Sweet. Well, there you go, guys. Try to find the best diet for you, but at the same time, there's no, there's no one-all one solution for you. So just go ahead and do your research and just find out and maybe even talk to a nutritionist at some point. Well, thank you guys. It's been have, you know, it's been fun having you guys. Bye, this is Guled. This is Zachariah Hussein of the Lion. And Aaron Angelus. Have a great night.